0: And in the fourth chapter, what I've been looking for is I have a sermon somewhere. You're just not supposed to get up without a sermon written on a sheet of paper. don't even know what happened to it. Oh, well, I guess this is it. Here. No, that's not it. Well, we'll preach without the sermon. I uh, know what we we'll want to talk about tonight. Let's stand together. And we're going to read to you from 1 John chapter 4 and uh, verses uh, about 1 through 3. And also I want to read from the uh, book of Revelation here. Well, we may not uh, pick this up in the book of Revelation. I just may talk about that. But um, we want to talk tonight about the deception of Antichrist. You see a little, um, little bulletin out there on our bulletin board. Uh, talk about the Antichrist is going to come to your neighborhood. Well, he's already here. And uh, we're going to talk about that. And so reading from First John chapter 4, and it says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God and this is the spirit of antichrist which you have heard that it shall come and even now already as in the world let's bow our heads as we pray dear god we thank you tonight for your goodness for your mercy for your kindness my god for your presence here in this service tonight my god we pray lord jesus that you'd talk to our heart today my god in jesus name lord god almighty jesus touch us move upon us my god in the name of jesus Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God you may be seated. Praise God. Another scripture verse in St. John chapter 14. Jesus here uh, talking of Jesus, not necessarily his speaking and in John 14 and 17, it talks about another spirit. Now, we just read in 2 John chapter 7 about a spirit that, rather in the Second John, excuse me, we want to read in the, the uh, third verse here, that the spirit of Antichrist is the spirit that is going to come and deceive this world. And it's, that spirit is already here. And then looking at St. John chapter 14, verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. And this world tonight is controlled by one of two spirits. We are not dealing with humanity entirely in the events that are happening in this world. But rather there is the spirit of darkness, and there's the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the spirit of life. And... uh, I want to talk about that warfare again here in this church. There is that feeling amongst many people that know the Bible, that have heard the Bible over the years, that the thing we need to look for is the coming of the man of sin, Antichrist. You hear a lot of descriptions concerning him. The main thing I suppose they talk about is the mark of the beast or the 666, which is the mark of his coming, or concerning the fact that there's a day coming we'll neither be able to buy nor sell nor do any of these things without the permission, without the mark of the Antichrist. And that is true. The Bible makes it very plain. Everywhere through the Word of God, it's not had to change. It makes it plain in the last day. When we come to the end of time, there'll be one world church and one world government. When those things two come together, there'll be one man that'll bring those things together. He will sit on the throne, and the Scripture says of him that he will go so far as to make himself be as he were God. And even Israel, after standing all through time as being a servant only of Jehovah God, in one respect or another, they've held to that even till today. They don't worship according to the New Testament scripture, but they still hold to one God. But it comes a time, it talks about in the book of 2 Thessalonians, when it says this, Let no man deceive you by any means, for at that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, that he is as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. There will be a manifestation of the powers of darkness that one day will sit in the temple in Jerusalem and will sit there calling himself God and saying that he is God when he's a representative of the satanic forces of hell. But we can get so locked up in that. And so, that's all we can see that we don't see what's working in the world today. And from the time of Nebuchadnezzar, from the time of the carrying away of Israel into captivity, in 606 B.C., when they were carried away, there was a change on the face of this earth. And where the God of heaven had had a nation that he ruled through, ruled on the face of this earth when Nebuchadnezzar came along he took that away from that day to this day the Gentiles rule the present world it's the time of Gentile rulership upon the face of the earth that day is going to continue to the coming of Jesus Christ and during all this time there's been the battle on the face of this earth over the souls of men the coming of Jesus Christ to this earth was the cornerstone and the keystone of the work of Almighty God to bring redemption to this present earth. I thank God that He came. Thank God that He died and that He paid the price for our redemption. I thank God for all of that. But we're coming down now to the close of the age, and uh, the devil would like to have us look to uh, the coming of a man for the problems that are going to come down on this world. And I wanted tonight, if I possibly can, for every person in this building, whether you're in the church and a child of God, or whether you're not, to point out clearly to you that without any, without any question at all, that there is definitely two spiritual forces that are working in this world that are predominant on the face of the earth. Amen. This world is not controlled by men or by governments, but there rather is a force that's outside of this earth that controls what's going on. The Bible says that the prince of this world is Satan. This world system belongs to him. He set it up. It's not the pattern of God at all, but it's his system. It's kind of a dog-eat-dog sort of an existence. It's an extortionist kind of an existence in some countries and under the table in another and uh, one place or another, but it's hard to find a place in the kingdom upon the face of this earth where evil does not abound. And the Bible then speaking about this warfare that takes place told us very plainly, and I read it to you here, In 1 John chapter 4. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Wherefore you have heard that it should come. Even now already is in the world. And that force, that spirit of Antichrist. Is a doctrine that has struck this present world. Even from the time of the beginning of the church until today. But it's been increasing in power. Year after year month after month and day after day there was a poll taken just recently and it really shows where we stand today this particular poll was taken concerning those that control the media TV producers movie producers radio speakers and those who also are writers for the leading newspapers maybe you saw the results of the poll that was taken it was extensive very extensive and I want you to listen to just two statistics on it one of them was this that the TV producers and the movie producers 93% of them never go to charge never 97% of them favor open sexual promiscuity they favor the everything that you can think of that's liberal that destroys homes and destroys the lives of individuals. It may not sound like too much to you when I say that, but what it's saying, they pump into the front rooms of America, day in and day out, the filth that they want to get into the hearts of men and women. They have a, listen, they have a religion that they're putting out. Uh-huh, come on. You can call it humanism or whatever you want, and you'll notice in that poll, you can get it out of Time magazine, you'll notice in the poll what it says that Paul made it very plain. They said they felt it was their right and their, their commission to make people feel the way they feel and to do the way they do. And what they feel is this. Whatever feels good, do it. Uh-huh. That's, a That's a philosophy. That's good. To them. But what does it do to the world? Listen it reaches down to the little child sitting in front of one of those TV sets or going to a movie. It reaches to the pe- person that opens the paper and begins to read. It's there. It's, it's everywhere. They feel that that's what they should do. What about the school? Same way in the school. They have a feeling. I don't blame someone, whatever feeling they have. I don't care who it is that has a strong feeling about something. They're going to try to put that across. They're going to try to indoctrinate. Uh, We do that with the gospel. They're trying to indoctrinate. But the trouble with it is, listen, did you hear me? It's anti-Christ spirit. 93% of them never never go to church. It's against the doctrines of God. It's against morality. It's against everything that's good and decent. It has a far-reaching effect because it's pounded day after day. Most of these people that were interviewed, they felt it was perfectly all right for a man or a woman to go off into adultery. It was something that was perfectly all right. But what does it do? You know what it does. It tears up the homes. It brings debauchery, immorality. It brings murder. It brings dope. It brings rape. It brings everything that's dirty and rotten that could ever happen on the face of the earth. So could it be a clean thing? No. It is the spirit of the devil, the spirit of Antichrist, that brings us on the face of the earth. It fills the jails. It fills the roads with drunkenness. It causes more death than the wars that we've had in America in all this time. Uh-huh. It's a force of iniquity that works every day. It's working on you every day when you go to work somewhere. Somewhere the Antichrist spirit. Don't look for a man somewhere. It's working now. Uh-huh. On your mind. On your heart. All the time. Just working there. All the world does it. it's got to be all right. It's got to be all right to step out once in a while. It's got to be all right, you know, to drive down the street drunk or whatever it is. It's got because, you know, the government licenses and it's all right. But not really. It tears up. It destroys. I noticed, and we've talked about this in our Sunday school. We've talked about it in conversations. The children that are in broken homes, sometimes... The third or fourth time they've been broken. Something happens to that child. There's something there that just, I don't know. Their spirit becomes so that they can't even be touched. Their feelings become, you know, like iron. And but down inside they're boiling. Down inside their heart, there's just, they want to fight somebody. There's something in there, I gotta hit somebody. Somebody, I gotta get a hold of them. Every time they turn around, there's a new boyfriend in the house. Say, that little boy if he's four years old, or that little girl is five years old don't you think that it doesn't affect them for evil there's something that does something to that little boy heart to that life and yet I want you to know that 93% of those who produce the materials that they look at and that they see have no concern for God they're no concern for that child they have one concern and that's for me and my feelings and my lust and my desires and those things will do me good there's something wrong with that kind of an economy. I'll tell you, it's the spirit of anti that's come down in this present world to destroy this world. Today's paper tells us, despite all the work that's been done to stop the dope traffic that's sped up more than ever before, cocaine's cheaper than it ever was, You can buy home-grown marijuana cheaper than you ever could. It's got worse than it ever has been before. And they say, well, that's all right. Why don't we legalize it and let them go along? But every time they smoke another cigarette, it takes another little touch on their mind. There's another little touch to their moral behavior. And it leads down the stream. Because there is a spirit of anti-God and anti-Christ. I'm sorry to say, and I'm not in politics here, and so I'm not talking politically at all. That we now have a mayor in our city that doesn't mind cursing and never put in the paper, and doesn't have a thing to do with God. What will it do for our city? There is a spirit. that's there, the spirit of Antichrist, spirit against God. God, you're not going to do things right. We know. Let me tell you, everybody in this building, you know what I'm telling you now is true. Right. You can see it all over St. John's. You can see it down on Burnside, behind the signboards and down the street. You can see it wherever you go. It isn't like man to uh, destroy himself. But there's a spirit. We know that that's with rock and roll. Everybody knows that. That's been around it all. There's a spirit that goes along with that that will make people do the craziest things that ever been heard of. I go downtown and see these punk people. And I see them with one-sided girls with one side of their head half shaved off and a shoot going out that way and part of themselves green and part of themselves red and their eyes two or three colors and so forth. There's a spirit that's got a hold of them. Uh It's not really like a girl to be like that. She'd like to win a boyfriend and I don't know what she's going to win a monster that way. There'll be another one come along but it's monster to monster. But what does it do? It ends up in chaos. It's part of the Antichrist spirit that predominates this present world. Everywhere you look it's predominant every place. Every signboard everywhere you look there's a predominant spirit of the Antichrist. If you don't watch out, don't be looking for 666. You better watch the spirit. It speaks to you and talks to you and to your children. Come on. Everywhere. Sex education in the school. I think the parents could probably take care of it. I'm again I'm not on the political issues here of these particular things. But a lot of times it's just an excuse to see how dirty you can talk. To see how much pornography you can show with animals or something else. Mm-hmm. You know we, they, you, you know what it really acts like? We're all so stupid and ignorant and so dumb. We are born in this world, we don't understand anything about reproduction. Complete idiots. It's a spirit now you parents don't know how to do it and we're gonna do it for you it would be all right perhaps if there's morality in it but you know what it teaches or since there's no morality it teaches it as soon as possible to go out and be promiscuous it's happening yeah I'm preaching to the whole church here we need to be aware that the spirit of Antichrist is moving in this present world, like never before, I'm reading to you from a poll that was taken. And so it's not something that just, you know, come out of the blue somewhere. And the fact of the matter is, this has been working all the time, but as we come to the end, this is what it said. Now, as it come to the end of this world, that spirit is going to come down. And what it'll do finally, if, we, if it goes on without revival, if it goes on without a move of truth, It will finally bring one world church and one world government. The argument and the fight that's really going on is the fight the Bible talks about. That one day Satan is going to want to set himself up just exactly like Nebuchadnezzar did back there in 606 B.C. When he set up that image of himself and said, every man, and he was dictator of the whole world, every man in this world is going to bow down before me and acknowledge me and worship me as their God. And Satan wants every person to have to fall down one day before him and worship him and call him God. He's going to sit as if he were God and ask for that kind of worship. And first of all, it has to destroy morality. has to destroy governments. has to come down to where there's just one and he's over that one. And uh, that takes place. We're standing at the threshold of that. Then there's another spirit that I read about. And that's the spirit that John talked about In John chapter 14. And uh, we might go back and read again about that particular spirit here to you. When it speaks of that spirit, it says, Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And there is also the feeling worldwide that the church is just a goody-goody place. You go there and... You do the good you can. You try to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. And uh, by your own might, you, you try to do good. And you do your best you can to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. And be a good man like you would a good man. Do good things and all that. But that's not the church. That's not the church. That's nothing to do with the church. The church is not trying to step in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. This church is the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. He dwells within the church. And the fact that he dwells in the church makes it then that we know for a surety that there is a spirit of truth. If we were just trying to struggle along following his footsteps, we would be depend on stained glass windows to make known the spirit of God or crosses around our neck or some other design or something to make the world know that we were different than they are. But that's not the spirit of truth. Jesus said, I tell you, I'm the spirit of truth and I'm with you. And I tell you, the world doesn't see me, but you do because you know me. He was talking to his disciples, and he said, I'm going to go away. And I tell you, if I do, I'm going to come again unto you. Hallelujah. I'm going to come down. I'm the comforter that's going to come unto you. Hallelujah, and dwell in you. And we know, we know that there is a spirit of truth. We know that there is a spirit of deliverance. We know that there is a power of God. We know that to be a fact. How do I know it to be a fact? Because it's just the opposite of the spirit of the world. Find somebody in the gutter somewhere. Bring them into a Pentecostal service. Let the power of God move us around the I was a sinner lost in sin. Couldn't sleep at night. Everything was wrong in my life. Hallelujah. I came to an old-fashioned altar and in just a moment's time, that Spirit of the living God came down and touched me and set me free. Hallelujah. It's not just some little light thing. It's a born-again experience by the Holy Ghost. Reborn. Brand Every once in a while, someone comes to the church. Had them come here to the church and come sincerely. And after, maybe sometimes they come two or three times. And they hear the message of the Word of God. And then they maybe talk to me, usually have some kind of a talk to them. And they say, well, I can see that's for you, but that's not for me. I can see that's done you good, but that won't do me any good. They've been listening to the spirit of Antichrist. It's for me. It's for you. It's for your neighbor. Jesus said, whosoever will, let him come. Hallelujah. There's a light of the world, no matter what station in life, no matter where we are. The Lord God of glory probes, consistently, continually reaches out. There's a place in the heart of every man, every woman. The Lord reaches out to touch that place. Hallelujah. To bring to an old-fashioned altar to change our life. Hallelujah. If it were just something political or it was just something that we did some do-good thing somewhere, I'm not a do-gooder. I'm a filthy, rotten sinner saved by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And so is everybody that's saved in this church. You weren't worth the power to blow you up, but one day the Lord of glory comes down, takes us out of debauchery, sets us on the straight and narrow path, changes our lives. That's on the straight and narrow path. Changes our life. There's a spirit, Hallelujah! That's a spirit of truth that comes down from on high, delivers from the power of the darkness of this present world, Hallelujah! It's a delivering spirit of the living God, Hallelujah! That lives tonight, Hallelujah! Praise God, Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah! hallelujah. hallelujah. And we're witnesses to that spirit, witnesses to it, total witnesses to what God could do. If we turn people loose in this place to testify tonight, there would be a lot of strange places that God's taken us from. And it wasn't because of a do-goody thing. It's because there's a living God. There's a spirit of the living God that comes down and touches hungry hearts and delivers them from the world of sin. Thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. This particular battle's not going to be settled on earth. It's not going to be settled by men, but it's going to be settled finally by the Lord of glory. There's always a the question if your church is right. Some people say, the Pentecost. Your church is right. How come you don't have a million? The Bible says, straight is the gate, narrow is the path, and you there be the it." But I can tell you this much. It's been 1951 years since the church started. And every The Bible says the Lord adds daily to the church such as should be saved. And day in day out month in month out there have been people that have got the pentecostal experience right down through time the grave is full of folks that received the baptism of the holy ghost came out of this present world and gave their heart over to god and they're awaiting an event that's about to happen hallelujah Hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah and then there's a living church on earth Hallelujah. I went, as you know, this last six weeks to a convention. Sometimes they say, well, there aren't many of you. I don't know. We maybe are here in the United States have 6,000 churches, something like that. I don't know what we got worldwide. We got them in just about every nation. I don't know how many of those there would be. I don't know how many people in the church would go up in the rapture. Anyhow, all of us aren't going to do it. We don't live right and do right and shine forth a light. We know that to be true. But I was back there. You know, there's 51 other organizations besides ours that believe the same thing we do. I met some great people there. There's some big churches in the east and the midwest that have nothing to do with our organization that teach just like we do. Many of them live just exactly like we do in holiness unto God. We don't know. There's a man that I talked to there from, from China, from Taiwan, China and they say in their organization that they have around 100,000 something like that in mainland China and they got I don't know how many in, in the Taiwan itself. And I know about that uh, Jesus church. It's been there for a long period of time. He's a surgeon in a hospital in New York. Most of them are doctors that are leaders of that church and so forth. It doesn't make any difference whether we're doctors or lawyers or whether we're just street people that, or ditch diggers or whatever it is. God's reaching out for every person everywhere to touch them. This gospel message is for everybody. And I want you to know it's effective. It's effective. There may be folks that have got the Holy Ghost and become hypocrites. There may be folks in the best place for hypocrites is in the church because God may be able to do something with us while we're here. So I don't know about that. But I do know that God's taking out of this world of people for his name. Blood-bought people. And one day when this trump of God sounds, they're going to go off of this earth. Hallelujah. Because this is a spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. That's going on. And we know it to be true. We know it to be true. We know it to be true. We know we are now the sons of God because of the power of the Holy Ghost. I know in whom I have believed. Hallelujah. And that he is able to keep me. Hallelujah. Until the day of redemption. I know him. I know him. I know him. As a delivering Savior. Hallelujah. That delivers from the hand and the touch of sin. You can know him personally. He's a personal Savior. Talk to you in the night hours and lead and guide you on the pathway of life. And the stronger the Antichrist spirit grows, also the brighter is the light of Jesus Christ. The darker the hour, the more the light. There's never been so many people attracted to Pentecost as there is now. Has not been. And uh, the Pentecostal experience. I know when you come the first time to a Pentecostal church and the second time, sometimes the third time, you really wonder, they sure seem strange. They don't keep quiet enough. When they pray, they always got their mouth open. Everybody going at once. So we got a God can hear everybody. God. Hallelujah. It does maybe seem strange. but I've said that before on the day of Pentecost when this church started. And That's where the church started. I don't care what the name of the church was. They came from there. When that church started and they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and men that were ignorant fishermen that couldn't stand up for the Lord for just a little bit of time when he was crucified and fled away. When the Holy Ghost came down upon them... They had a life that was changed. Right. Peter, the denier, stood on his feet and began to preach the first sermon that was ever preached. But I tell you, before he even started to preach, it says when the people came, they were amazed. They were perplexed because they looked, saw them staggering around, they thought they were all drunk. And Peter said, you know, these men are not drunken as you suppose. This is but the third hour of the day. But I tell you, the Holy Ghost is a new wine that comes down from heaven. Right. It makes people act funny. It does a lot of things to them. But I tell you, when they finally get out, the Holy Ghost finally lifts, that acting funny t- turns around to a straight walk and a straight life. Hallelujah. It does peculiar things. There's a doctor in California that came in the church down there, and uh, he had a quite a practice. He was mainly handling uh, several of the big Sears stores and in physical examinations and so forth. And... Uh, after he got the Holy Ghost and he began to read in the Bible where it says the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise them up and anoint them. the elders will anoint them with oil, Hallelujah and pray that God of course delivers the sick. And when he got to talking to some of those folks, he'd talk to them a little while and say, "Well, I'll just pray for you." <laughs> Hallelujah. Right. That was a switch. Amen. Hallelujah. It didn't cost him anything. And uh, then a little later on, you know, we'd go to these meetings and big meetings and the power of the Holy Ghost would fall. And the power of the Holy Ghost would fall on him. The Spirit of God would touch him. He'd be up shouting. I'll tell you, it takes something. When somebody's got an education like he had and all that, it takes something for him to lay down the pride and let God touch his soul. But he'd be out there, dancing in the Spirit, by the power of God fell on him. Why? Because it's changing in the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why. There's something that changes an individual. And we used to tell him, Dr. Hemsley, what are your patients going to think? Or if they came here and saw you, what would they think? He said, I don't care what they think. I just care what God thinks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Doesn't make any difference. If our heart's given over to God, it doesn't make any difference. But I want to again make it plain. There is a power of evil influence that we can see. That we can see. I told the church this. And I'm going to repeat it again today. There can be a catastrophe in this city there could be where the buildings fall, a bomb, fire, earthquake, storm, people covered by rubble, crying out, out of the rocks, out of the rubble. I've seen this happen myself, so I know it does happen where people are crying for help. Help me get a doctor. And they're crying out. Some people will go dig in the rock till their hands bleed work all night and all day, do anything they can do, do superhuman feats to try to get people out of those rocks and save them. And at the same time, there's another group of people that if they don't put the the National Guard there or they don't put a police force there that'll try to rob and steal and take the pocketbooks out of people that are there laying half dead on the road. There's those two elements. One is an element it has to do with an evil force that comes down upon men and women. It's it's really not natural for a man to forsake a fellow man and let him be buried there. But it's that way. There's an evil force that comes down It gets a hold of men. They care for nothing but just does not please me. Right, right. Uh-huh. Does to make me feel good. That's the spirit of Antichrist. That's the voice of the devil and the voice of Antichrist. No, there's a voice that says, do everything you can. The church of the living God is commissioned by our Lord and Savior to do everything we can to reach a lost and dying world. As I preach tonight, there may be in this church here somebody you don't know what to do and where to go, and you don't sleep good at night, and you know you got those things that bother you. I want to tell you there's a living Savior. I mean a living Savior. i tell you to reach a living saver you have the world kind of knows what to do if they want to get on one of these big high heels they go down come way down inside somewhere but there's a God in heaven that can do it but I'll tell you what happens there's something about human flesh they wouldn't mind making a simpleton out of themselves they wouldn't mind making a stoop out of themselves going down somewhere for the joy of the flesh uh-huh. the to to roll, take off their clothes and do just about anything sometimes they they accuse Pentecost of that but that's not the truth of the matter but the truth of the matter is if you're going to receive anything from God if you're going to get in anywhere with God, there's some day, somewhere, some place you're going to have to come wholeheartedly and get down and say, God, there is something the matter with me, and get down and say, God, I want you to take care of that that's bothering me down inside of my soul. When we get our hands up and we unashamedly say, God. Come down and touch me. There is a real spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. That delivers from all sin. Thank God. And changes and turns us inside out. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, there is. It's available tonight. And the Bible says, Whosoever will, let him come. You can go on. There's a way that seems right in the man. In the end are the ways of death. There's a way of life that you can come to. Say, God, I surrender it all. And you can find out yourself that God is real. Not doing good. Not tempting somehow to walk in footsteps of God. But it's when Jesus Christ comes down to dwell in this temple and he walks with us and talks with us and tells us we are his own. What a change. What a change. Don't anybody go away and say it's not for me. Yes it is. Closing with this the Lord died for every person in this world that's ever been born. He made the way. He's not willing that any should perish that it all should come to everlasting life. There's a place near to the heart of God. He saw you before you were born. There's a place near to the heart of God that only you can fill. You don't fill it? That void is there. Nobody can take your place. He died for you. Go on your way if you want to, but the Lord will always be pleading. Always say, come on. Why don't you come? Why don't you come unto me? Pay the price. Come on. Don't go into perdition." Now. Is he talking to you tonight as we stand together hallelujah praise god hallelujah the organist comes to the organ praise god let's just bow our heads right now god we thank you tonight for your presence here god we thank you for your mercy god we thank you for your grace my god for your spirit we feel in this place right now god as the saints of god are praying around this building dear god jesus we pray you talk to hearts here tonight god by your power my god if there's one here tonight god that's far away from you my god we pray god they'll have the courage to stand up and come and find out that you're real god that your power delivers god that you are the power of truth god that delivers in this present life my god in the name of jesus we pray god that you'd move around this building god talk to hearts and to lives and to souls my god in jesus name hallelujah 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 my god my god my god my god penetrate our heart our life and soul tonight god in the name of jesus 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 my god my god my god my god lord in jesus glorious name my god my god my god hallelujah 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 Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Hallelujah! 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 Oh God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! hallelujah. hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Make you all oh, peace you never knew. and heaven too. Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Why don't you come tonight? Hallelujah, God's talking to you, come on, friend. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have an altar tonight. Thank God that you can feel the spirit of the living God. Come on. Hallelujah. Why not tonight? My God, help us tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 fire your soul